love you, Chloe. I love you, Daddy. F-I-T with the Z. Time to get my fits on. Who's better than you? Nobody. What is up, Fitz? Everybody, Fitz happens. Time to get your fits on. And there goes the last DJ. F-I-T with the Z. Who plays what he wants to play. This is the Fitz show. He says what he wants to say. Brothers and sisters, ladies and gentlemen, people everywhere, lovers of the world, presenting the one, the only, F-I-T with a Z, player. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. We are live from the Fit Show Radio Hub for Thursday, March 8th. 2018, and let me be the first to welcome you to my professional broadcast. I appreciate your time, the fact that, you know, you, you give us uh, a couple minutes of your day. I really, really do appreciate that. And Jenna, uh, it's Thursday. What day is it? It's Friday Eve! All right, I want to introduce you to my friends and family. There's Drew. Cats can be such jerks. You were complaining about my Subaru, so I broke out the good car, and I washed it up, and first thing I see... Muddy cat prints all over it. Aww. Neighbor's cat just mudded up my car. They picked. They waited till I washed it to yeah. filth it. First Ugh. world problems, man. Little kitty cat prints and that BMW must have a hard life. It likes going to on. lay on the warm hood. Yeah, I was yeah. trying to meet that kitty cat and he didn't want to get pet. All Aww. right, and there's a a, there's Tanner the millennial. I'm apologizing ahead of time, guys. I just didn't have time to take a shower today, and so if. There's some funk going on. That's my fault. Why would you point it out? I would try to hide it. And Jenna, my head of security. Well, spring has sprung at my house, and I'm planting seeds, and I'm so excited. I'm going to be the gardener of the year on the block. All right. And I think he might be the kitty whisperer. i got to bring him over and talk some sense into the madness. Our host, The Fitz. Not to really like bring the show down or anything, but before the show today, I had a weird experience on the way to the studio. So I'm in... um, all right, so two lane road, right? You got the two yellow stripes yeah. in the middle where you cannot, you're in a no passing zone. Mm-hmm. I see this minivan like coming up behind me, and I'm like, okay, well, uh-uh. I'm about to get a little ticked off, right? And this thing is all of a sudden, this thing passes me on the double yellow two lane road. Super oh. illegal. And like this big bus, no doubt, <gasps> is coming on the other side. I was seconds away from like witnessing a horrible head on collision. So. Dumb old me, I kind of sped up a little bit because we were very close to coming up to a stop at a light. And I noticed that he was kind of panicking because he didn't want to stop. And I rolled down my window and he was rolling his down. I said, you know you almost had a head-on collision, right? And he says to me, and this got to me, he says, my son is not doing well. My son is not, and his wife is in the other passenger side. And she's like crying, looking at me. And he's like, my son, and I go, and I'm like, go, hospital, go, go, go. And then they just take off. Wow. And that's what happened to me before the studio today. And so wow. I cannot get my mind off of that. That's why he was obviously passing me on this double, you know, lane, uh, double uh, line road, almost hit a bus and a head on collision, wanted to slow down at the stoplight, but obviously had to slow down because. You know, there's cars going. It was just horrible. I think the great lesson there that we all need to uh, think about is that you don't know what's going on in someone else's life. So maybe slow down and let them pass you. I saw a guy pass in the two-way turn lane. Sorry, it was a learning lesson. Listen, an amazing lesson. And let me narrow that down, Drew. You never know what's happening in someone's day. Yes, because. It is illegal for them to pass you, but in that scenario, I bet in your sure. head, you were thinking, oh, this guy's such a jerk, this, thinking yeah. he can just pass me and almost gets in a car I was accident. thinking, this guy almost you know, could have killed people on that bus. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like two days ago, I saw a yes. guy pass in the two-way turn lane, like <gasps> drove around a truck, and I thought, well, I guess that jerk's late for work or something. But, but you never know. Now you have this experience. You don't know. 
You don't know wow. what they're doing. Yeah, where they're going. Maybe that's why I needed to share that today, you know? So uh, welcome to the show. Be thinking about that. You never know what's going on in someone else's day. All right, welcome. Uh, it's, it is Friday Eve, and here comes Thursday. Let's go. It happens live. And now, the Vince Show's world-famous what-are-you-kidding-me stories of the day. Uh, I don't know if you know this, but you can catch my breaking what-are-you-kidding-me stories on a daily basis by following me on the gram. That's Instagram, and all you have to do is go to that little search bar and do what? You just have to type in follow Fitz, and Fitz will be in your feed if you hit that follow button. Special what-the-Florida story out of Miami. We have an animal alert. <gasps> this is really upsetting. People stole over 30 animals worth $53,000 from an exotic animal sanctuary in Miami last weekend. And here's why. Because someone posted a fake Craigslist ad about how the sanctuary was closing. And anyone who wanted a few animals could just go around back and help yourself. And oh my gosh! I'm sorry, but I kind of find this hilarious. The animals got jacked. Here's a couple of volunteers at the sanctuary talking about how the animals are stressed and how they absolutely need to come home. Like, I mean, right now. That he was going out of business, and that free animals to anybody, and if nobody's home, they can just come in and take them unscrewed this bolt and then they cut all this out and then they just push the fence now somebody's come in and captured them and it probably wasn't easy so they're probably very very stressed now and that alone can kill them this is a sad situation yeah it is mm-hmm. you hear that the iguanas are stressed out yep hey, i mean if my you god stress out iguana that's bad news well they actually just like fall out of the trees didn't you see what happened during the winter storm a couple of months ago yeah no. yeah like lizards and like big old iguanas were and alligators are falling out of the trees it's raining iguanas <laughs> alligators it's were in trees in yeah. yeah they were i didn't know alligators went in trees they did at during the winter storm oh, okay gotta so. hide somewhere right all right let's go to page two <laughs> what are you kidding me Ladies and gentlemen, if you don't mind, I'm going to take you out of Pennsylvania, the bride and the burglar. Last weekend, there was a guy in Pennsylvania, uh, and he uh, took a 40-year-old date to a wedding, and, um, well, they saw it as a nice opportunity to steal from the bride and groom, considering they didn't even know the bride and groom. (laughs) Uh Uh-oh, wedding crashers. They took a bunch of uh, cards and gifts from the table. Oh, man. (laughs) Shoved some cash and checks into uh, their clothing. Uh, and other guests actually caught her trying to flush cards, which is really, really bizarre. I don't understand mm-hmm. why we arrested. give so many gifts to bride and grooms. I've never understood that. Well, okay. You know what? I don't understand why people show up to weddings and steal gifts. Yeah, exactly. I can't believe where your focus is. <laughs> we on, need to think Tanner. about how those people got there. <laughs> when <laughs> well, I was a this kid, we ma- used to crash weddings, but we didn't do it to steal. We did it to what do you you mean? Know, drink you some booze and dance. And eat some food. I don't know if I ever see you crashing someone's wedding. When I was in high school, we used to wedding crash. It was a regular thing because there was a wedding venue by one of my friend's house. Really? I see you more as the individual outside looking in the window. With some binoculars. <laughs> <laughs> Creepy Drew. All right, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. You got the... What are you kidding me? Stories of the day breaking every single hour. Your attention, please. You're listening to The Fit Show. Fit happens live. You're listening to The Fit Show. Fit happens live. Thursday, Thursday, Thursday in the afternoon. Thursday, I don't care about 
There in your pocket. What do you mean? That, that, is that like a e-cig or some one of those <gasps> vape things? What is that? Is that Are what? It, let me see that. Show it to me. I just want to get a good look. Welcome to the go. show. He's smoking. Looks like a USB. It does look like a USB. It, it, this is like a. It looks like a nicotine vape sort of uh, yeah. device. How'd you even notice that in my pocket? I saw what you put. I saw something you put in your pocket. Oh, I don't have X-ray okay. vision, although I wish I did. But I, one time I thought I, I thought I did. <laughs> but just a concussion. Yeah, yeah, that's all. It that was. was just the skinny jeans. Um, <laughs> wow. So wait a second. I thought you quit smoking. I did quit smoking. Mm-hmm. Uh, but hold on, I quit smoking cigarettes. Um, but okay. But this... but you still but but you didn't you smoke cigarettes to get nicotine? Yeah. I I just really enjoyed smoking cigarettes, but I was finding myself uh, starting to like withdraw a little bit. Like I was getting like really sweaty and clammy, and I figured. What do you mean withdraw though? Like like you, you find yourself sitting in your house because you like to smoke cigarettes? Yeah, kinda. <laughs> Dang. It's just how old are you? Twenty one. Okay. Oh, and I needed something. Yeah, I needed some kind of nicotine. I, I've tried the gum before, but you didn't want to like smoke. It, but okay. I didn't want to smoke, so I thought this was a safer alternative. All right, is there anyone listening who has quit smoking and maybe you found yourself needing to get that nicotine kick again? Did you go to the nicotine pen, or uh, is is the nicotine even dangerous? And should you you know mm-hmm. stop that, Drew? What are your thoughts well, on this? I'm really glad I've I've been lecturing him about this, but he didn't want me to bring it up here. So I'm glad you saw that. Um, I think it's a monkey on your back, and and it, it's something that's requiring you to go certain places, do certain things, spend money. Uh, it, you just don't you don't need something like that pushing you around. You don't need it. Uh, you know, but I smoked I smoked regular cigarettes for a long time, and when yeah. I quit, I went to the pen mm-hmm. for a, probably over a year or two, and it helped me. And but quitting it was really hard because it was like, yes, I had quit cigarettes, but it was still to to kick the habit of smoking it was still hard. All right, wherever you are right now, I uh, would love to hear from you. Uh, Facebook dot com slash Follow Fitz. You could also instant message us if you're at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app. My question is, is quitting smoking completely different than quitting nicotine? Well, the, Ooh, that's my, a good question. My plan is you can actually control how much nicotine you're putting in your body. Like you can buy a certain percentage of nicotine in the little oil That's what I'm thing. saying. Is it so the same I'm, thing? I'm weighing myself off of it. I, it's I, weenie, or is not smoking weighing. and nicotine... The same thing. Well, I think it's two different things because you're not smoking the actual smoke, you know, the That's carcinogen, the, the burning material in your lungs. So yeah. I think maybe it's safer physically, but an addiction's an addiction. Yeah. How did you quit? Or are you still fighting the fight trying to quit smoking? Or maybe you're someone like my dad who refuses to quit smoking. He's like, quality of life. It's how I'm going to go out. <laughs> your right. dad looks great for his age. <laughs> I don't know why. He does look yeah. good. Tanner, he's 49. <laughs> 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 All right. Welcome to the Fit Show. 
You're listening to The Fit Show. Fit happens live. It's Choose Your News. It's Choose Your News. Everyone on the show is about to pick a headline that we think you need to know today. It's Choose Your News. Uh, this is a story all about how my life got flipped, turned upside down. Hey, if you're looking for a brand new home, the most expensive home in the country is in the swanky Bel Air neighborhood in L.A. It is set to hit the market with a price tag of $500 million. Dang. Wow. It is nicknamed The One. (laughs) (laughs) Who even has that kind of money? That's what they call the house. It's called The One. Just The One. Yeah. That's your address? The thing is, this is called The One. (laughs) Who does have that kind of money? I I mean, obviously billionaires. There's a lot of billionaires in the United States of America. You have to be a lot of a billionaire to buy a house that's a half a billion dollars. You can't just have one billion. Wow. Imagine the upkeep on that house. A lot of billions. The taxes on the house. The 105,000 square foot estate features walls and ceilings made entirely of aquariums filled with jellyfish, an indoor-outdoor nightclub, a four-lane bowling alley. Yeah! Four pools. One of them is the largest indoor pool in the entire state of California. A 40-seat movie theater. And, check it out, a moat like Game of Thrones. And five thousand yes. square feet? Yes, and it, they have a moat. Man, That's You cool. had me at moat. You could put alligators in there, and yeah. then you could put up your little drawbridge and be like, you do not pass. You get eaten by the alligators. Could you imagine? Poisonous snakes in there. Yes. Could you imagine how awesome your Instagram feed would be if yeah. you lived in that house? Yeah. Just, All right. You'd be a baller. 500 million. I want a moat. <laughs> All right. Hey, Drew, choose your news. All I do is win, 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 no matter what. Got money on my That's right. We are talking about a winner. This time, Peyton Manning, the man himself, the Super Bowl champ. Uh, right now, he is in a bidding war. ESPN and Fox both want him for broadcast, and they're willing to pay $10 million to get him on the air. You know, he's got that awesome, aw shucks whole thing going on. So, What's uh, that supposed to mean? Is that an insult? I just mean, to- he, no, he's got a great personality. Yeah. He's not... I take he's that not as cocky a, and arrogant. He's just he's a good dude. I, I took that as a like you're trying to throw out some shade. No, southern, not at all. Southern I, love, yeah. I, I am an absolute lover of Peyton Manning. I think the dude is funny. I think he's bright. I, I think he's a great commentator. So, uh, and this is right on the tail of him selling all 31 of his Papa John stores. So you're you're, you're like cash those checks, cash them. Yep. All right, Tanner the Millennial, choose your news. A new survey found the average person between 18 and 25 years old is stressed out for six hours. A day. Oh, really? And the oh. top three things they're stressed out about. You guys ready for yeah, this? Yeah, what is it? Let's see. Oh, no, wait. Hang on. If you're talking about things that are stressing us out, do you mind if I uh, bring in my personal mas- masseur? Oh, please do. Hang on. I'm going to need it. One moment. Nathaniel! <laughs> That's a new one. Oh. Nathaniel! You can't hear me. Nathaniel! Yes. Our massage music, please. Thank you. Number three, it's our appearance. I mean, everybody on Instagram yep. is looking at your body 24-7. We are a bunch of weirdos about our looks. Okay. Yes. Uh, number two, our future. Uh, we have a bunch of college degrees, but no jobs to go get. <laughs> so. Again, we're talking about things that uh, stress out someone between 18 and 25 years old. And what's number one? Money. Yeah. And I feel like this is everybody right mm-hmm. now. Though. I think all those things everybody stresses yeah. about. Yeah. <laughs> you guys aren't special. <laughs> All right, there you go. Choose your news for Thursday, March 8th, 2018. This is The Fit Show. Fit happens live. This is The Fit Show with Fitz. And ever since then, I just kept my eye on it and see if it got darker. Jenna. I'm done being told what to do by a two-year-old and watching My Little Pony all day. Drew. No, I'm just done. I'm done talking about it. I don't want to talk about it anymore. And Tanner. 
the millennial. I have a tooth in the very back of my mouth that looks like a piece of cottage cheese. Your attention, please. You're listening to The Fit Show. Fit happens live. Facebook page was going crazy yesterday when we asked people to snap what you see. Yep. Hashtag snap what you see. Uh, and, and just post anything, you know, a selfie or you, you, you know, videoing yourself or just, you know, what's around you. Doesn't matter. I just want to see what's going on through your eyes. And when you go to the page, facebook.com slash follow fits, make sure to just snap what you see. Um, there's been a big conversation that's uh, been brought up a lot, I think, the past several weeks on the show. For some reason, we've been talking about like plastic surgery a lot. We've been mm-hmm. talking about Botox a lot. Yeah, we have. Jenna, my head of security, uh, has been very, very open about her, her journey the past couple of months. Before Christmas, you had a, uh, a chest uh, augmentation. You got your, vl- your flank sucked out. Sure did. Got... Uh, that's it for now. Oh, but your house flooded, so you didn't get the, the tummy tuck. I didn't tuck. get my tummy tuck because my house flooded and I had to pay for a new driveway. Well, what's bizarre is you... <laughs> priorities. priorities. Hey, that's <laughs> adulting, right? Oh, I could have picked the, the belly button over the driveway. Well, um, and you've, uh, you've discovered that after you had these procedures, how much you really, 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 really liked it. I'm not going to lie. Oh, it is boy. addicting. It is. Yeah. It really is. Kind of like tattoos? Yes. After I got my procedure, I cannot ever throw any shade on anybody that gets plastic surgery because, hey, I know what it's like to want to perfect something. Yeah, but well, we, we can. <laughs> but we, we don't want what? you looking like, a t- shade. like the tiger mom. Yeah, the tiger lady with the who looks like more like a cat than a person. I, I understand everything in moderation. Yeah. But she, I- hang on, the cat lady said she didn't have anything done. <laughs> yeah. Oh come on. Hang on, wherever you are right now, at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app, go ahead and Google uh, cat lady plastic surgery. I yeah. guess. Yeah. She says she didn't have any work done. Oh please, none. That All girl natural. has a facelift every Tuesday. Come on now. Well, and, and there's a male version of her, which is this guy they call the human Ken doll. They always he's all over the yeah, tabloid rag. So he's shiny, so disgusting looking. He's very shiny. He says he didn't have. Hang on, I'm look, I'm looking at his Instagram right now. He also says he didn't have a lot of work. The done. dude has <laughs> abs. Oh, oh, finish that sentence. He said this week. <laughs> <laughs> he's taking a week off. So Jenna, real, and what I'm really interested in is specifically the um the kind of the fascination and sort of the quick addiction that kind of you you felt after you looked in the mirror. Yeah, and you know, plastic surgery isn't just so much for women anymore that with the liposuction and the breast augmentations and the Botox, a lot of men are doing yeah. it too now. Men that I you know. wouldn't even so much think like laborers and um, general contractors that are outside a lot, they do things for their weathering of their skin where they'll do Botox, okay, facelift. I don't know about that. Yeah. Um, I actually, anybody who, does, who does manual labor, if you get Botox... Be honest. Please be honest and write. Send me yes. a message and post on my Facebook it's page actually, right now. Facebook.com. It is. It's called Bloke Talks now. I don't believe it. Okay, well, you can look it Our up because it's a real thing. Lipo. If you show up on a we're construction talking, site. We're, we're talking no, about No, because what they're saying Botox. is that with being outside all the time, it weathers your skin. So it makes you age faster. And so a lot of men are getting Botox on their crow's feet in between like when you squint, you yes. know, because the sun will be in your eyes. And then it'll really can damage your skin. So they're doing things like facials and it's I a whole package. That. And and I and I completely agree that there's a lot of dudes getting that for their crow's feet. But I'm ta- I'm saying I don't know a lot of construction guys getting Botox for I, their crow's feet. Please, somebody you, that does right you in, show please. up on a construction site with your face all stretched tight or Botox, <laughs> you are going to be destroyed by your coworkers. <laughs> I've worked construction. I know the culture out there. All right, welcome to the show, you guys. Fits happens live.
hilarious. <laughs> this is The Fit Show. The reality check is on. It's, on. it's time to get real. It's real. For real. For real. Like for real. The reality check. This is The Fit Show. Stand by for the Fitz Files, the good, the bad, and the gossip on the way. Finally, a bright light for the victims and families of the Route 91 tragedy in Las Vegas. Something really cool is going on, and I cannot wait to tell you about that next. Drew, stand by with a Thursday reality check. The war between former adult star Stormy Daniels and the president is boiling Mm -hmm. over. Uh, Now the attorneys for both sides are going at it publicly. In fact, uh, Stormy Daniels' attorney came out and admitted, yes, this did happen. The affair did happen. And here are the terms of the hush order. Now, uh, he's saying that he has the rights to release it now because by even mentioning the silence order... Uh, the president's attorneys therefore invalidated the order. So he gave us, he basically released a copy of it. Something I found very curious wow. in it is that they use fake names. Like this is intended to be, uh, you know, under the cover. So uh, the president is named David Dennison in the order. And Stormy Daniels is called Peggy Peterson in the order. I didn't know you could do that in a legal order. Use, what was, use his, name? What was his name? David what? David Dennison oh. and Peggy Peterson. Like, I almost didn't know like, that. A, like a double D kind of Double D and double P. Interesting. So who knows? Anyway, uh, it, it's really boiling over, and we, we've got terms as far as the the expenses and what, what it you know what the penalties are and fines are. We wow. also see that there's information specifically prohibiting her from ever contacting his family for any reason. Oh, it's almost like uh, and, and look what's going on kind of in the White House right now. It's like mm-hmm. an episode of The uh, Apprentice. You got somebody else going home every week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know Seriously. what I mean? Well, in an answer to that, uh, a lot of people are saying there there's turmoil in the White House and it's a complete mess. The president spoke out about that this week and said, no, it's not turmoil. This is how business works. When people don't perform, I send them home and I replace them with someone who does. He said, perfectly normal. You know what? Let me say this right there. Everybody listening right now, that's my buddy Drew's really, really good attempt on trying to deliver the news. The news are from both sides. I mean, because yeah. I know it's tough yeah. when you this deliver the news. This is how it news. comes down. I get, it's I get so a lot of hard. Heat. I get angry letters yeah. no matter what I all say. Right. Yeah. <laughs> gotcha. We're, all right. Uh, what else is going on, Drew? Uh, Jeff Bezos has just made the Forbes number one richest man in the world. You know, the billionaires mm-hmm. list comes out every year. He surpassed Bill Gates and Warren yeah. Buffett. He actually had one of the fastest rise in net worth ever in a year's time. He is now worth $112 billion. Bill Gates is worth a paltry sum of $90 billion. Bill yeah. Gates has been number one on the list like 18 out of the last 24 years, and Warren Buffett takes up the years that Bill Gates isn't on top. It's crazy how something can turn from an online bookstore you know to what? a big monster like Amazon is. Yeah, mm-hmm. you, you ever see that Google image photo of how Amazon began with one little uh, tiny room office? I love it. Mm-hmm. I absolutely it's love the, it. Let, mm-hmm. Let's repost that. Yeah. yeah. And by the way, Warren Buffett kind of reminds me of um, like Scrooge McDuck, you know, the from Oracle of Omaha. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Life is like a hurricane here in Duckburg, race cars, lasers, aeroplanes. It's a duck burglar. Might solve a mystery. Or rewrite history. DuckTales. Woo! DuckTales. I don't know the DuckTales scene. Oh my gosh, you've got to watch DuckTales. It might predate him. Hang on, let me see if I can find it. Man, DuckTales, it's all about VeggieTales. <laughs> <laughs> all right, there you go, the Thursday reality check. Just letting you know, it's the Fit Show. The good, the bad, and the gossip. These are the Fit Files. 
All right, so much stuff is going on. It's it's hard to really kind of uh, throw out a summary of what is trending. Uh, hashtag this is us trending right now. Fans are reacting to the latest episode. Oh my goodness! I just know there's, there's going to be some tears involved. Mm-hmm. I'm still not caught up on it, so I don't want to be a spoiler. Uh, per, I don't want to spoil that. I haven't watched one episode. You should of start that with show this yet. is us. That's a good one, man. Mm-hmm. Um, what uh, hashtag after the final rose? Still, you know, everybody's still talking about the Bachelor. This is such a setup. What do you mean? I, I think the whole I'm picking you, then I'm picking her, then I'm picking yeah. you is a setup because I saw on TV the other morning that the girl who got picked and then unpicked and then repicked and then unpicked is now the Bachelorette. Like that had to be a setup just to get attention on her to set up the next season. You really think so? I absolutely. She's going to so. be the next one in line. I think this is hand-fisted TV oh, producers. No, you know no. what? Maybe she just needs to find love, and this oh. is her outlet for it. <laughs> All right, let's move on to the good, the bad, and the gossip. So, um. I thought this was pretty uh, pretty amazing. A GoFundMe account created after the Route 91 tragedy in Las Vegas distributed $31.5 million to the victims and families of the massacre. $31.5 million. And... Uh, that thanks. I mean, that that's over. That was all thanks yeah. to ninety thousand donations that I mean, were made. That's kind of America at its finest because that just comes yeah. from people and companies mm-hmm. and you know businesses around America. That's gonna change people's lives forever. Yeah, there's a lot of good in America. Yeah. You know. All right, now let's move to the bad. So Dwayne Johnson, we're talking about The Rock, is absolutely thanking first responders and hospital staff for saving his daughter's life. I mean, I cannot tell you. Even when you're not having an emergency, I still want to thank first responders yeah. for everything they do. Um, the Rock dialed 911, and uh, Jasmine, that's his daughter, took an ambulance ride for treatment at UCLA's emergency room. This past Saturday night, something happened to me and my family that I would never want to happen to any of you guys out there. Uh, but, of course, emergencies do happen. We were up um, all night in the emergency room. We had uh, something scary that happened with our little baby girl, Jasmine. She's okay now. Uh, thank God. But I just want to say thank you so much to everybody who was involved, so caring and compassionate and responsive. We love you, Rock. Mm-hmm. By the way, I think he's. I, I think um, he is going to run for president one day. <laughs> I, I think really the, rock, the rock is and, a really great dude, but he doesn't need to be president. And I think I might vote for him. <laughs> I also listen, and I'm predicting too. I also believe that Oprah is going to run. I, I, I think so. And I'm not. I'm not getting left. I'm not getting right, you guys. I'm just trying to tell you what I think is going to happen. Everybody I, gets mad. We can't bring up anything anymore, yeah. right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Go ahead. She shut it down. Said it wasn't in her DNA to yep. run for president. And then a few weeks later, she said, "I need a sign from the man upstairs." And let's get to the gossip. In case you missed it and haven't heard by now, Ari, oh, Ari, dirty Ari, presented Lauren with a 3.65 carat cushion cut engagement ring after basically giving Becca the heave-ho. Yes. Right? Originally, but he already gave her a ring. Is it a different ring? I think it was a different ring. Does he yeah, take that was the smaller rings one. back? <laughs> How can was, you afford that? It was probably more promotion for the uh, for the jeweler, so mm-hmm. they, they probably love the yeah. two-ring exposure. <laughs> it's crazy. All right, there you go. The good, the bad, and the gossip. You got the Fitz file. It's happens live. live. This Come on. is why today doesn't suck. First of all, I want to say it's Friday Eve. That's cool. And uh, for Thursday, March 8th, 2018. Let's see what's going on. Uh, people having birthdays today. Kat Von D is 36 years old today. Heavily tattooed star of LA Inc. Uh, James Vanderbeek. Oh my goodness, the Beak. 
uh, you know, dreamy Dawson on Dawson's Creek. Yes. <laughs> turns 41 years old today. Gross. You're younger than James Vanderbeek. Oh my God! Add him to the oh list. Oh my God! Add him to the list. Oh my God! I am younger than Ben Affleck, Ryan Seacrest, Luke Bryan, Tom Brady, Ashton Kutcher, Shakira, Jason Aldean, Blake Shelton, and James Vanderbeek. That is so awesome. <laughs> I used to have a crush on him when I was younger. Now knowing he's 41, like that hey, makes that you're mean, not Jenna. that far off. 41 from that, years young. I know, but I'm 32, and that makes me feel old. Like my life Stop is crumbling. That. No, nothing wrong with anybody else. Just Girl, made me feel really. I'm I'm aging like a, old. Yeah, you got to look at it like I'm aging like a fine wine. I wasn't oh, talking about you. you. Gotta, I was talking about no. Me. That's how I'm saying. That's how you should try to look at it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's all right. It's not. It's because it's, it's it is so natural. It's the way it's supposed to be. I'm older than James Makes Vanderbeek and I go feel get great. Some. I'm 21 and I look older than James Vanderbeek. <laughs> you gotta save that hook right there that Drew just said, I am older than James Vanderbeek and I feel great! <laughs> Alright then. I always wanted to go to that place where... Um, uh, Dawson's Creek was filmed, didn't it's in you? North that, Carolina, isn't it? That yeah, it's like little cottontails in the, the water. Oh, it's mm-hmm. so cute. All right. Freddie Prince Jr. is 42 years old today. Ooh. But you're talking about Gray. That dude is straight up legit Gray. You see him? I've lately? actually yeah. been watching some of his old like Carson performances, and he had his own show too, right? Freddie Prince Jr.? No. That's his, his dad. That's his dad. Yeah. That's Freddie Prince Sr., who's no longer oh, with geez. us. I knew that. And he had Chico <laughs> and the Man. That's right. Um, oh, my gosh. Mickey Dolenz of the Monkees? Turned 73 years old. Yeah, we're the monkeys. And people say we monkey around. Man, the monkeys. I remember, when I was, remember when the monkeys used to come on TV? Every no. day after school. Yeah. All right, uh, I'm going to take you to the year 1982 because on this day in 1982, the Oak Ridge Boys smashed jam Elvira Woo! with platinum. So I'm singing Elvira. Come on. Elvira, my heart's on fire. Come on, my heart's on fire. Elvira, giddy up, bum I just saw a recent picture of Elvira. She looks kind of scary. No, that's a different Elvira. That's the point. Yeah, different Elvira. Oh. And ladies and gentlemen, it was this day in 2000, Britney Spears' debut album "Baby One More Time" hit platinum. It happens live. And now. 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 F.I.T. with a Z's world famous. What are you kidding me stories of the day? Thank you so much. Of course, you know, breaking every single hour. I am your What Are You Kidding Me anchorman, providing the news that did not make the news, letting you know that you can now get your breaking What Are You Kidding Me stories on on my gram. If you follow me on the gram. And, And Tanner, how does everybody do that? They just need to go to the little search bar, type in follow Fitz, and give Fitz a follow because you'll get the What Are You Kidding Me stories right. in your feed and on, everything crazy in Fitz's world. On Instagram, search follow Fitz. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, I'm going to take you out of Memphis. Granny riding dirty. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> they see me riding Granny's riding dirty. Oh, oh Granny's yes, riding, riding dirty. dirty. Yes, a grandma in, Memphi- uh, in Memphis <laughs> agreed to smuggle a cell phone to her grandson in prison last weekend, but the phone turned out to be, well, just a whole lot of crack. 
And she says that uh, she thought it was just a phone, but now she's facing up to six years in prison oh. on a contraband charge. Oh, the poor yeah, little he, drug dealing granny. No, I think I know. think her son or grandson played her. He told yeah. her, hey, bring this phone. Well, my friend's going to give you a phone to bring, and I think it was really cracked. So he played he his own granny. Well, you know what? You make the call right now. I actually put that out on my Instagram. Is granny guilty? And I'd like to know how, how it's doing right now. I think this poor <gasps> sweet granny got duped she by her own kid. She still smuggled a cell phone to... Because she probably prison, wanted though. to talk to him. What at- grandmother doesn't want to talk to their grandchild? She yeah. wanted to talk to her boy. <laughs> yeah, but she knows it's against the law, Drew. All right, let's go to page two. What? Are you kidding me? It's not my job to debate it, or it's not my job to bring up the details. I'm just <laughs> reporting for the love of God. <laughs> <laughs> the news that did not make the news with the headlines, because, again, the details stress me out. <laughs> I know they do. Out of New Jersey, lights out. A guy in New Jersey lost power during a storm uh, about a week ago. And as you know, the, 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 the cold weather has just been absolutely nuts. Yeah, oh, that, yeah. that bomb cyclone that tore through. And that, right. Another one on the way. Well, he was pretty upset, right? He didn't have his, uh, his power. And uh, he threatened to kidnap one of his power company's employees and blow up a substation. Wow. Yeah, what? That's not the answer. That's quite a threat. He was arrested for making terroristic threats. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, listen, I get it. I know you want your electricity. I understand. Yeah. All right, I get that. But you can't be threatening to kidnap the power company. No. Or you'll never get your power back on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, Maybe a basket gonna... of fresh-baked brownies or yeah. muffins would get you further. Try to go up there and send them some fruit. Yeah, or then what, a threat. You know, all right. Fruit over a threat. Mm-hmm. All right, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. You got the... What are you kidding me? Stories of the day breaking every single hour. So, let's go. It's the Fit Show. Yeah, man, that's the good stuff. So there's a couple of times during the show where we get serious, and obviously one of them is the reality check, mm-hmm. where that guy Drew over there gives us like you know the headlines and craziness going on in the world, and then we, we get serious during the good stuff. So um, about a year ago, there was a nurse in Jacksonville, Florida, named Jess Ham. Had to treat a 14-month-old girl named Delilah who'd been severely abused. And she showed up to the pediatric ICU malnourished, several broken bones, and a uh, skull fracture. Obviously, her parents will never get to lay a finger on her again. So anyway, uh, Jess found out Delilah had a twin sister named Caroline who was also being treated at the hospital for the same type of injuries. She says it was heartbreaking to see them because they were both so weak, just little innocent babies. And Delilah couldn't even sit up. Delilah couldn't even hold a bottle. But here's the good news. A local news station in Jacksonville just ran a story after Jess adopted both of them. The nurse. That's the nurse, Jess. They're about two years old now. They've totally recovered. They're both happy, healthy, meeting all of their developmental goals. And I'm not sure how old Jess is, but I'm going Probably like Mm mid-30s, something like that. She says she never really considered adoption until she met them. She felt like she was just supposed to be there. Like it was meant to be. It was meant to be, yeah. She was meant to be their mommy. Mm -hmm. And she hopes the story inspires more people to adopt. Listen to this. I love you too. My heart was broken. I don't want to cry, but I mean, she was just so almost lifeless but she still like held on to my finger i was like oh my gosh i'm gonna take her home they've been through so much 
and they're completely different kids. If you had met them when I met them, you would be amazed. I hope that people hearing my story opens them up to adopting. Her two daughters fill her heart with joy. I love you. I love you. I love you. Oh, the cuteness is getting <laughs> to me. Oh. No, I can't handle it. It's just it's so much beautiful cuteness. Yes. Makes me want to pinch my, I almost like bit my bottom lip off. You know what I mean? When you hear cuteness and you start like biting your cheek and growing out in your teeth, like cute puppies and cute babies. <laughs> You know that? I love it. All right. And there you go. That is the good stuff. Yeah, man, that's the good stuff. The Fit Show. It's the topic table. That's right. They're going to do it. With Fitz. Y'all ready? Round one. Hey, everybody. You okay? Everybody good? We're fine. Well, I'd like to welcome everyone to the topic table. Everyone has a seat at the topic table. And here's how it works. I'm going to reach in here in my bucket of topics. I'm going to pull something out. And uh, whatever the you know the big topic is, we're going to discuss it. And we ask that you contribute wherever you are, at home, at work, in the car, and listening on the app. This is out of Eastern Washington. It says, because of the increased school violence in the uh, Yakima Valley, Granger High School, that's in Eastern Washington, We'll be changing its policy on backpacks permanently. They, we will no longer allow students to bring backpacks, purses, or other school bags that can be used to conceal weapons, drugs, or alcohol. We understand that this is an inconvenience and will take some reorganization and planning for families. But our main concern is that school is a safe place for learning. Students can use transparent grocery bags, laundry mesh bags, or other similar transparent items for PE and sports clothes. No backpacks whatsoever. All right. Your thoughts? Right now, wherever you are, at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app. Who wants to go So first? there is some alternatives, not just to sandwich, not just to the Safeway bags, grocery bags, you know, all that good business. They're the bags. Actu- they actually make see-through bags. We used to have to do this at a bar that I worked at because we had a lot of internal theft. And so you could have a bag, but they had to be able to see through it. You couldn't even have a, a dark one that they could look through. They had to be able to see the contents. Are and- you okay uh, um, with your children not being able to bring a backpack to school anymore. Uh, my name is Fitz, and I'm going to say, for me, if it comes to safety of children, or I'm fine with it. Yeah, I'm fine with it. I, I, I know it's a, I know it's a crazy thing to say. Yeah, but it's 2018 right now, and and I would just rather my uh, my children feel safe at school and yeah. be safe at school. For me, it's not just being worried about guns and violence, but also we have to think about drugs and alcohol, too. When I was in high school, uh, people were actually selling drugs at school, you know, just grabbing them out of their backpack and giving them to each other. All right, other, now, so. now, now, Drew, are you over there shaking your head? Uh, what are your thoughts on this? Should we uh, um, stop all backpacks going to school? What are your thoughts? Absolutely not. I think this is treating the problem from the back to the front, it, it's saying, hey, we got a problem, we can't handle it, so from now on, no more backpacks. It's painting everyone with the uh, the suspect brush. What they need to do, we need to get back to discipline, and we need to be able, we need to empower the teachers and the staff, even the students, to identify problem kids, suspicious kids, kids that are not I doing understand. well. 
point them out, single them out, and but eliminate them from the system about, so the rest of the kids can go to school in peace and not have But what if the fear? wrong person gets eliminated in that process and people get singled out and pointed out over bullying? That There's a lot of gray area in that. I don't think that yeah. people are necessarily disagreeing, but there's but a big it, gray area in that. When it comes that. to ch- child safety, though, I'm sorry, but we need to continue to encourage and pound the fact if you see something, say something. And I'm... Although the, you might, I'm somebody, you know, might get, I mean, sometimes you just have to, if somebody, if something's odd, you've got to call yeah. it out. Look, I know I went to school in the Stone Ages, but I can tell you, I remember clearly, I knew exactly, I could look at every kid and say, oh, this this person's fine. This person, never a worry, never oh, a problem. This person, never, this person over here, eh, questionable, and this person, definitely going to do something. You're saying right? we should rely on information from our students more. Students and teachers. Yeah. Sometimes we have to... So, make decisions that we don't want to do. Mm-hmm. In the name of safety. In the name of safety. But I don't think blaming everyone and making everyone a suspect is the answer. Wow. All right. Welcome to the show, you guys. You're listening to The Fit Show. Fit happens live. It's the topic table. That's right. They're going to do it. With Fit. Round two. All right, welcome back to the show. Things are, woo, the topic table's getting crazy today. Mm-hmm. And uh, yes, everyone has a seat at the topic table. Wherever you are right now, at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app. I'm going to reach in uh, to my bucket of topics. I'm going to pull out a, a topic, maybe something going on in the world or whatever, and we're just going to react to it. Jenna, can you please pass me the bucket of topics? Okay. That oh, was your water there's... bottle. I don't really know how to make it sound. There's there's water in the bucket of topics. How am I supposed to pull out the, bu- uh, the topic from the bucket of topics if it's filled with water? Well, I don't water? have any paper here. Do you want me to scribble? Uh, no, no, please. Thank you. All right. I'll check it out. So a Virginia father has triggered a, a huge debate right now about proper parenting after he posted a video on Facebook showing his 10-year-old son running to school in the rain as a form of punishment for bullying his classmates. Why don't you think about that for a second? Wherever you are, at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app, a dad made his bully son run to school in the pouring rain. While you're thinking about that, I'll give you some thinking music. Okay, time is up. <laughs> uh, who wants to begin? I'll start. All right. Uh, welcome to the topic table. Tanner the Millennial. Yeah. I am worried about the kid's health. Yes, you should not bully other people, but there's other ways to punish your kid to make him run in the rain. Because if you make the kid run the rain, he's going to be wet all day, and that's how kids get sick. I can tell you, I think my dad would have done something like this mm-hmm. to me. Absolutely. But is bullying your kid to teach him not to be a bully, do you think that that is... Really the best method. I, I don't consider this bullying because he's teaching the kid that there are consequences to your actions. You do the wrong thing and you're going to pay the price, right? In an uncomfortable consequence that the kid doesn't want to relive. It would be, bullying if, he, it would be bullying if he just went like, ha ha, you're going to walk to school in the rain today for no reason. Bullying is something people do to others without warrant, right? You would say, uh, since Drew, agree with you on that. Drew's a United States Marine, you would say if you messed up in, in the military, the consequence would be you're going to do a whole lot of push-ups that yeah. you don't want to do. Get to my quarter deck. I mean, that's basically what he's doing here. But he is 10 years old. Well, okay. you know, perfect time to teach him. He needs to instill this in the kid early. When I was in junior high, I skipped school, and my mom, as a punishment, made me... Um, 
help at the soup kitchen for months and people would ask me why I was there and I would have to tell them because I skipped school and my mom is showing me and it was like some people thought of it as public shame like almost public shaming because I had to put myself out there but really it taught me I don't ever want to have to go there and you know that making your kid run in the rain to school are two totally different things but it's on kind of the same thing that Drew's talking about like why not if he's going to go around bullying and he's not he's doing it to teach him a lesson not to just pick on him because you're bullying your own child to teach him not to be a bully, I think. It's, I don't, don't think, think it's, it's bullying. It's not bullying. He's okay. paying the price. The world's not bullying when you pay the price for something you did. I, I think one of the jobs that, that is really important in parenting that, that I think a lot of people aren't doing is hardening your kids up. You've got to toughen them up to the world around them. All this right. kid was too tough. He was bullying other kids. Welcome to the show, you guys. This is the Fit Show, and Fitz happens live. Fitz happens live. Your attention, please. You're listening to The Fit Show. Fit happens live. I was really excited at our hashtag snap what you see yesterday on our Facebook page. Uh, again, wherever you are right now, what's up? At home, at work, in the car, listening on the app, just snap what you see yeah. and post it on our Facebook page. I just love to see like what's going on in our listeners' eyes because I really, I don't know, I just feel more connected to you. I think it's, it's really, really cool. really cool yeah. to see how our listeners experience our show. How they experience us. Yeah. Yes. A lot of time on the road. And how we experience them. Yeah. See, we got we to gotta be experiencing each other. Woo! Because that's where the magic is. Yeah! I got the magic in me. I got the magic in me. I got the magic, baby. <laughs> so with that, snap what you see. <laughs> I have no idea I, what that was. I don't Someone even know that gets song. that moment right there. Hey, don't forget to use the hashtag again. Hashtag snap, snap what you see. Or hashtag SWYS. There you go. Um, the day before Friday is always a good day to kind of have your. I agree. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's a great day. <laughs> For example, about to blow your mind here drinking alcohol to get drunk is really just carefully poisoning yourself just the right amount. Wow. Oh, I already knew that one. Wow. <laughs> you guys want to go out and poison ourselves later tonight? Yeah, I think they drew <laughs> let's go, kind let's of poison poisons themselves every night. Wow, Drew really poisoned me last night. <laughs> Don't say that. There's a lot of that going around with all the crazy spies and stuff, people yeah. getting poisoned Ooh, and stuff. I've got a follow-up on that. Yeah. Oh, do you? Okay. Mm-hmm. Right. As I continue to blow your mind... How does a round of applause ever really end for Kim Jong-un? Because nobody really wants to be the first one to stop clapping for Kim Jong-un. <laughs> must go for hours. Everyone's looking around like, please, someone be first. <laughs> Families have disappeared for less. Oh. <laughs> He's really right about yeah, that. Over here, yeah, yeah. yeah, you got to keep the clap going. There he is, fourth row. That guy stopped clapping. Get him out of here. You die. Okay. Um, Kids born in the year 2000 are turning 18 years old this year. Unreal. Um, I just can't. Talking about my daughter, Chloe. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's weird. And they're also graduating high school. That's the weirder part. We're talking about, yeah, this little voice right here. You know what? It, it just makes me want to play that My Little Girl song, Tim McGraw. My, let me let me get on with it. Anyway, 
Can I blow your mind one more time? Sure. Yes. If a lumber truck carries lumber and a freight truck carries freight, shouldn't a fire truck be called a water truck? <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Boom! Oh, my God! Real. Funny. The Fit Show. The reality check is on. It's time to get real. It's real. For real. For real. Like for real. The reality check. This is The Fit Show. Stand by for The Fitz Files, the good, the bad, and the gossip on the way. And Dwayne The Rock Johnson had a really, really scary moment the other night involving one of his children. I'm going to give you all the details next. Drew standing by with the Thursday reality check. I mentioned I would have an update. The case of that that Russian spy who was in British, you know, basically living in Britain who was poisoned, Sergei Skirpel. British officials have now confirmed that he was, and he and his daughter were, in fact, poisoned by a nerve toxin, which is spy stuff. And they also revealed that the first responding officer on the scene who found them slumped over has also suffered from exposure. So oh, he's wow. in critical condition as well. And these are, people this, who, these are people who left Russia, right? Right. He was like basically traded away from Russia for some Russian okay. spies captured in the West. But because of this, Prince William and his team will no longer be attending the World Cup soccer tournament in Russia coming up here because they said, wow. we just can't ensure safety. If, they can po- if they're going to poison people like this, we're out. Did you hear that? Britain was actually worried about like the entire team getting poisoned. They said, wow. no, you're not going. So it's not only us that is having problems with Russia. It seems like Great Britain yeah. is now involved. Yeah. You know, well, they're, they're really one of our allies. Yeah, yeah. they're really in it with Russia because, of course, that other spy was poisoned on British turf. Land, yeah. in Why you gotta be poisoning people? Why can't we just, you know, get it done on the soccer field? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. A bit of a public service notice: Texas health officials are saying up to thousands or tens of thousands of cheerleaders could have been infected with the mumps after last month's uh, big cheer tournament in Dallas. Uh, kids were coming from all over the country to compete. And it came out later in a letter that there was someone who was infected with mumps. So anyone who attended that could have been exposed. People need to, anyone who was there who was uh, either as a competitor or a spectator needs to check their immunization, see if they're up to date. And if not, go and get immunized right away. So far, no cases have come out of it, but it is a risk. Yeah. And by the way, while you're doing that, make sure you get yourself some Pedialyte. (laughs) Yeah, because I love me some Pedialyte and it is so good for hydration. Especially if you got the funk or the mumps or whatever. I mean, Pedialyte. Go Just ahead, Just don't Drew. drink too much Pedialyte yeah. like some people we know. All right. I think this is a really interesting sports story. The city of Seattle is trying to get themselves an NHL team, a professional hockey team. So they've got a, a coalition who's trying to prove to the NHL they can do it. They put out a uh, an offer for 10,000 season tickets. They, they said if we can sell 10,000, pre-sell 10,000 season tickets, We'll prove the NHL. Guess what? They sold those in five minutes. Case closed. Wow. Yeah. yeah. They yeah. went on to sell 25,000 pre-sales in two hours. Woo. Uh, now, this is uh, that's huge because about 5,000 of those were club seats. So they're really going after it. And it looks like the NHL can't ignore them now. So we may have a 32nd team in the I'm NHL. You, hockey's getting so big as far as, you know, even yeah. in the country is concerned. It, it, it's, I love watching hockey. It's yeah, crazy. Ho- yeah. And the good thing is, as far as like concussions and stuff, I mean, they, they're pretty protected, right? I mean, I know yeah. they could still get hit hard yeah well you know hockey was one of the last sports to put helmets on it, yeah. they, they didn't get helmets until i think the early 90s and even guys fought it they didn't want to wear Dude, helmets yeah. hockey is intense howie's dad was a hockey player and his nose was so crooked because he had broken it so many times you couldn't even phase the guy anymore all right there you go the thursday reality check on the fit show fits happens live now. it's the fit show
The good, the bad, and the gossip. These are the Fist Files. All right, so much stuff is going on. It's it's hard to really kind of uh, throw out a summary of what is trending. Uh, hashtag This Is Us. Trending right now. Fans are reacting to the latest episode. Oh, my goodness. I just know there's, there's going to be some tears involved. Mm-hmm. I'm still not caught up on it, so I don't want to be a spoiler. Uh, per, I don't want to spoil that. I haven't watched one episode. You should start with This yet. Is Us. That's a good one, man. Mm-hmm. Um, what, uh, hashtag After the Final Rose. Still, you know, everybody's still talking about The Bachelor. This is such a setup. What do you mean? I, I think the whole I'm picking you, then I'm picking her, then I'm picking yeah. you is a setup because I saw on TV the other morning that the girl who got picked and then unpicked and then repicked and then unpicked is now the Bachelorette. Like that had to be a setup just to get attention on her to set up the next season. You really think so? I absolutely. She's going to so. be the next one in line. I think this is hamfisted TV oh, producers. No, you know what? Maybe she just needs to find love, and this is her oh. outlet for it. All right, <laughs> let's move on to the good, the bad, and the gossip. So, um. I thought this was pretty uh, pretty amazing. A GoFundMe account created after the Route 91 tragedy in Las Vegas distributed $31.5 million to the victims and families of the massacre. $31.5 million. And uh, that thanks, I mean, that, that's over, that was all thanks yeah. to 90,000 donations. That I mean, were made. That's kind of America at its finest because that just comes yeah. from people and companies mm-hmm. and you know businesses around America. That's going to change people's lives forever. Yeah, there's a lot of good in America, yeah. you know? All right, now let's move to the bad. So Dwayne Johnson, we're talking about The Rock, is absolutely thanking first responders and hospital staff for saving his daughter's life. I mean, I cannot tell you, even when you're not having an emergency, I still want to thank first responders yeah. mm-hmm. for everything they do. Um, the Rock dialed 911. And uh, Jasmine, that's his daughter, took an ambulance ride for treatment at UCLA's emergency room. This past Saturday night, something happened to me and my family that I would never want to happen to any of you guys out there. Uh, But, of course, emergencies do happen. We were up um, all night in the emergency room. We had uh, something scary that happened with our little baby girl, Jasmine. She's okay now. Uh, Thank God. But I just want to say thank you so much to everybody who was involved, so caring and compassionate and responsive. We love you, Rock. Mm. By the way, I think he's going. I, I think um, he is going to run for president one day. <laughs> I, I think really the Rock, the rock is a really great dude, but he doesn't need to be president. And I think I might vote for him. <laughs> I also listen. And I'm predicting too. I also believe that Oprah is going to run. I, I, I think so. And I'm not. I'm not getting left. I'm not getting right. You guys. I'm just trying to tell you what I think is going to happen. Everybody I, gets mad. We can't bring up anything anymore. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go ahead. She shut it down and said it wasn't in her DNA to run for president. And then a few weeks later, she said, I need a sign from the man upstairs. And let's get to the gossip. In case you missed it and haven't heard by now, Ari, oh, Ari, dirty Ari, presented Lauren with a 3.65 carat cushion cut engagement ring after basically giving Becca the heave-ho. Yes. Right? But he already gave her a ring. Is it a different ring? I think it was a different ring. Does he take the rings back? How can you afford that? It was probably more promotion for the the jeweler, so Mm -hmm. they they probably love the two-ring exposure. (laughs) It's crazy. All right, there you go. The good, the bad, and the gossip. You got the Fitz file. The legendary Fitz happens live. This is Green Gray Bob. 
Fitz is my son. I proudly served my country from 66 through 72 with the Army Special Forces. We live in a land of the free because of our brave men and women past and present. This is our troop salute. And you better believe that we are the show that does the troop salute. And today, we are saluting Staff Sergeant E6 Clayton Barentine of the United States Army. And check it out. This salute was actually brought to us by one of our most loyal listeners, P1 Larry Shukart, who's actually been friends with Staff Sergeant Barentine since they were six years old. And check it out. Larry's now 43. He probably didn't want me to say his age, but hey, <laughs> that's a long friendship. Yeah, it is. That's a whole life friendship. Yeah, it is. That's a whole lot of friendship right there. And Staff Sergeant Barentine was part of the 82nd Airborne in uh, 2001, going all the way to 2005. And then from 2009 to 2014, he actually re-enlisted and deployed to Afghanistan twice and Iraq once. That's so cool. I mean, he, he wasn't done with his service time. Mm-hmm. He got out wow. and said, you know what? I got to get back to it. Just continued to serve. And you know, over there, you know, he saw a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but as a matter of fact, I want to throw this in. Larry Shukart, that's the friend, has a son due next week. And he's actually naming his son after his brother and best friend, Clayton Barentine. That's awesome. Larry says, you know what? We're brothers for life. And uh, uh, I just want to say Clayton, Larry, and his family, they, they all just want you to know that you are appreciated, and they will never forget your sacrifice to our country. And just thank you so much for keeping us safe. And uh, we, they just all want you to know, and we want you to know that you are our hero. And how cool is that? We live in the land of the free because of the brave, and if you'd like to honor someone for our troop salute, past, present, or future, Please go to Facebook.com slash follow fits. And what are we looking for, Drew? Well, we need their name, their you know rank, the service branch that they were in, maybe the job they did in the service, any kind of accolades or awards or accommodations, places they serve, stories from their service time. And you know what? I just kind of thought about this. I think it'd be cool to, uh, if you can go to our Facebook page and if you just want to maybe talk about them for 20 seconds, 30 seconds. Yeah. Give us a little, little Give us a little clip. audio clip. Yeah. Tell us about them. Yeah. Facebook.com slash follow fits. This is The Fit Show. And now, and now, The Fit Show's world-famous what-are-you-kidding-me stories of the day. That's right, and uh, we're right now you can get your breaking what-are-you-kidding-me stories on, on the gram. You, if you follow me on Instagram, I'm now providing you with the news that did not make the news on the gram. And Tanner, how do they do it? Well, they just need to open up Instagram, go to that little search bar, type in follow Fitz, and you'll see Fitz and his What Are You Kidding Me stories right there. As I take you out of Illinois, fly for your life. <laughs> a 27-year-old guy in Illinois just got locked up last month after he thought that there was a, a zombie apocalypse, so... He stole a car. <laughs> As you do. He rammed it into an airport terminal and boarded an empty plane to try to get away from the zombies. I uh, 
I'm just kind of thinking there might have been some drugs involved. Thinking he might be the zombie. Maybe, here. Yeah. maybe drugs though. Maybe, maybe, maybe not. You know, maybe. Yeah. Again, as always, I don't want to. I don't know the details, but I'm I'm assuming. That there were pro- there were probably drugs involved in a massive psych evaluation yeah. afterwards. Mm-hmm. It's a good guess. Mm-hmm. Little right. time in the tank. Yeah, let's go to page. <laughs> a little time in the tank. <laughs> All right, let's go to page two. What are you kidding me, ladies and gentlemen? A consumer watch that just might save your bank account. Cold blooded. I just want to let you know right now that there are some snake oil salesmen going around the country who used to be uh, like morticians, trying to get senior citizens to pay upwards of $300,000 a year to have young people's blood pumped into their little old bodies. I've heard about this. Doesn't this actually work? Well, you know what's interesting is in early medicine, there was a theory that if you put young people's blood in older bodies, that it are like essentially transfusions, yeah. that it would work. Mm-hmm. But it didn't. And we know that transfusions work, but... Now I think that that's kind of where we are with stem cells. Yes, we think? are. There's there's actually some research going on right now about this. About, Does it work? They've done it with mice, and it appears yeah. to work. They took old mice and young mice, and they attached them and flowed the blood through them. The old mice got younger, and the old mice got or the young the mice got older. Cells? Well, there you go. Attention, all five and six year olds. If you uh, go tell mommy and daddy you want to give some blood today, we'll give you a lollipop. <laughs> some black market dialysis. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! You know what that is? That reminds me of uh, True Blood. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. remember, the vampires like the fairies and the, okay, the younger stop blood. It. You, guys, I'm, uh, there's kids right now are probably running down the street for their lives. Well, Come they on. should run. Stop. They're going to run from their own grandparents. Grandma wants to take my blood. <laughs> <laughs> Grandma's a vampire. <laughs> hey, Lucy. <laughs> Come on in here in the room and see Papa. <laughs> this is petrifying. Absolutely petrifying. All right, let's go to page. Oh, that was the last one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that's a good one to end it on. That is that is scary. Mm-hmm. Terrifying. Protect the children. <laughs> <laughs> and there you go, ladies and gentlemen. You got the... What? Are you kidding me? Stories of the day breaking every single hour. This is The Fitz Show with Fitz. Because my grandma had a stroke during the Cowboys game. Jenna. What would happen if squash and watermelon made a baby? True. No, it's not a conspiracy if it turns out to be true. And Tanner the Millennial. I have more hair on my back than I do on my face. You're listening to The Fit Show. Fitz happens live. This is The Fit Show. Fitz happens live. Previously on The Fitz Show. <laughs> the subject of this message that I received was Tanner's laugh. Somebody described it to me as a baby seal choking on a box of crackers. <laughs> All right. Um, since we're kind of talking about Tanner the Millennial, you just heard that. That was regarding his laugh. I got another complaint. Another and, one. I'm and just if you stacking them up over here. If you don't mind, I'd like uh, for you to walk into the Father Fitz confession booth, please. Because okay. I, like I need to be honest with you. Come on in. Father Fitz is going to tell you something. This is going to sting a little bit. Okay. I'm going to have to find it on my phone. Sorry about that. It's regarding one of the segments that we do with you uh, called the Battle Rap. Now, that's not me. That's Vanilla Bean. That's your alter ego, Vanilla Bean. Right, but you can get the message. Yeah, Yeah, you can let him know. This is from Cindy. By the way, uh, Cindy, thank you so much for writing. She wrote this on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash followfits. She calls you vanilla beans. 
not vanilla bean. Yeah. It's not plural. But she goes, when Tanner the Millennial turns into vanilla beans, those raps are annoying. I would not miss them if they disappeared as part of the show. P1, Cindy. Oh. So now, as I'm thinking about the show and stuff, we've gotten a lot of complaints yeah. about your laugh. And what did I just tell you about your laugh today? You told me that I should back off the microphone a little bit. And well, I do have to admit, I have been skipping laugh therapy because I thought I honestly was getting a lot better. As you heard earlier, someone wrote in and said that Tanner the Millennial's laugh sounds like a choking seal. Or a seal right. choking on a cracker. Yes. So after that, I said, hey, Tanner, maybe whenever you're laughing, you know do it off the mic and yeah. and so you know we've noticed that Tanner's back up doing the the dead seal laugh up in the mic again <laughs> and I'm thinking well my god if this is really affecting the show I got to start thinking about some things I got to start thinking like how we, what's the best thing we could do cuz it's not your fault you laughed that way put him in another I'm not, room <laughs> I'm not going to get rid of Tanner the millennial jeez Jenna thanks you said I had to go out in the hallway so whatever so I just want everybody to know that regarding his laugh uh, what did I just say to you today? Something we, we could work on. You told me to keep backing off the mic just when you're Back when you're laughing. And you said Back. you have a cackle too. You do it too. Right. I know. I know. I have a cackle. Yeah. It's and like so a witch. I, I I do my best to laugh off the mic. Right. But regarding the battle rap. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Think. Yeah. Back I've, to the battle rap. So what do you think? Uh, I'm do a, you want me to read it again from yes, from Sydney? Please do. Vanilla beans. Tanner the Millennial, when he turns into Vanilla Beans, raps are annoying. I would not miss them if they disappeared as part of the show. P1 Cindy. Well, I'm a voice of the people. Yeah. A lot of people submit for Vanilla Bean. Mm-hmm. Straight up. Uh, to call some people out. And this I'm is really a... just a voice of the people. There's so many people out there. I'm not going to let this you... one person interrupt my flow. You've called out people when a lot of people would not have ever called them out right it's a valuable service having a voice giving the voice to the people i think we should put a pin in that one complaint or maybe a couple complaints isn't quite enough i mean if you take some of the best movies in the history sure. toy stories toy story 3 is one of the best movies ever go on rotten tomatoes there's one critic who didn't like it right mm-hmm. so if you support so anyway yeah yeah if you support the battle rap let us know We're, we'll do an instagram survey is that yes cool? All right, so all right, so go to my Instagram right now. You could uh, go to the search bar and type in "follow fits," follow fits, and vote right now if you like the battle rap. We need to know: should they stay or should they go now? Let us know what <laughs> Vanilla Beans needs to do. Yeah. This is the Fit Show with Fitz. I think I'm kind of like the Brian Dunkelman of radio. <laughs> Jenna, I need to go buy a new axe. Drew, if you go down, we're all ruined. And Tanner, the Millennial. I don't have man hands. These fingers are meant for keyboards only. This is the Fit Show. Fit happens live. Fit happens live. We now rejoin the show already in progress. And he targets me. I haven't even really done anything. You're just talking in circles, and it's because not going anywhere. Because I feel like anywhere. no matter what you you like choose, just to rail me on everything all the time. Because on like you're... you pick me apart. All right, Jenna Tanner, come on, come on. You secretly you hate in the women. My what microphone is the most about? sensitive microphone in this serious? room. Yeah. Oh, I hate, hate women because you eat into the microphone. He hates women, and he picks on me every day when he comes into work. He's... You eat into the microphone. I have the of most sensitive microphone. Me. I've tried to tell you forever. I can stand back then by the wall. Eat to the dang microphone. You know I stand what? back by the wall hey, and you can still hear it. You know it. what? You know what started, I think, was me when I said, my God, I go, I can't, I, because Jenna 
drank her drink and swooshed it back and forth yeah, then, for a long period of time. And I think that's what started No, but then Tanner always has to piggyback off of you and go, yeah, what he said. Because I'm just this. trying like, to do my job. I'm trying to listen what? to by stuff. By making sure I know what Fitz says? Like, I already no, heard him. you're not listening. No. What I'm saying is I'm trying to do my job. I'm trying to produce something over here. And yeah. you're swishing and eating into the when microphone. You're producing, when you're producing, you I actually ask, put on other headphones. So and then when I ask valid. you to please right. stop, hey, you're hey, yelling hey, about hey, it. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, this is how the Beatles broke up. He gives me, he stresses me out so All bad, right. he makes the hair on my arm stand up. He just... Oh, whatever. Makes me want to rip his throat Sorry out. Sorry for asking you to stop eating in the but microphone while I, I'm trying to do my job. Can I ask job. you something, Jenna? What? If he makes the hair on your arm stand up and stuff like that, you, you sure do ask him for a lot of hugs. <laughs> <laughs> because he's like that younger brother that makes you so angry, but yet yeah. you want to nestle him at the end of the day. I, get, I mean, and that's kind of how I describe this show. It's like... I'm definitely the middle child. <laughs> I grew up as the middle child. Drew's kind of the older uh, big brother, yeah. kind of like Wally from Leave it to Beaver. Mm-hmm. Tanner's the little brother, and Jenna is like the only sister, poor thing. Yeah, Thank you. Yeah, I feel you. It's tough. You feel me? Yeah, I do. I get it. Because you're the middle child, so you don't get as much attention. Because I had to, well, honestly, I had to fight for every bit of attention that I ever got, and I still have to do that in the industry. Well, uh, and I get picked on because I'm the only girl, so everybody rallies what? against no. me. So it's, I'm right. sorry you feel that way like I do. We should it's, rally together and go against if that. I asked my him. sister yeah. to yeah. please stop eating into the microphone, she would listen to me. Dang. What they were saying was, what they were saying was, is that um, you bring they, a buffet they, in the studio every day, <laughs> <laughs> and you're and you're allowed to eat her. I have to eat every two and a half you hours. Have I have a fast thing. metabolism, and I broke my jaw when I ran into a car. That's not my fault. That was ninth grade. Just asking, please don't eat in the microphone. I'm not. I'm, right. I'm fine. So there you go. So thank you for that, and welcome to the show. Fitz happens live. The best part about Thursday is... One day closer to the weekend. Friday. This is the Thursday Fit Show. The best. Oh, yeah. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, what have we learned today for Thursday, March 8th, 2018? And wherever you are right now, at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app... Let us know what you picked up from today's show. It really is exciting when we when we find out what you learned. I mean, I get uh, I get all giddy about it. Yeah. Uh, I learned during the "What Are You Kidding Me?" stories that a grandma from Memphis, Tennessee, says that her grandson tricked her into smuggling drugs into the prison. <laughs> Don't <laughs> trick your grannies. Yeah, they might be throwing away granny for like six years, by the way. Yeah. Wow. Granny riding dirty, right? Granny will not do well in prison. Uh-uh. I don't think so. Well, she might knit nice little quilts. Hey. For the Quilts inmates. are cool. I'm telling you right now. Drew, what have we learned today? I learned today that Tanner is back on the tobacco. He'd quit. He was successful. And now he's got his little electronic cigarette. He's Whoa. hooked on the monkey again. Hooked on the feeling. Woo! Very disappointed. Tanner the Millennial, what did we learn today? Well, I learned that Jenna won't stop eating food into her microphone, and it's really getting on my nerves. Yeah. I learned that Tanner's a hater, and we don't have time to discuss that right now. (laughs) So there's the end of the show. Have a great day. (laughs) All right. And hey, ladies and gentlemen, if you want to uh, check out our podcast, you can do that. It's the PAB, the podcast after the broadcast. Uh, You'll hear our voice guy tell you where to find that in just a second. And make sure to follow me on Instagram, by the way, because you can get breaking What Are You Kidding Me stories. Tanner, how do they do it? (laughs) Just go on Instagram, go to that little search bar, type in follow Fitz and give Fitz a follow. All right, then. My name's Fitz. I'm Drew. I'm Jenna. I'm Tanner the Millennial. Think big, because you're thinking anyway. And who's better than you? Nobody!
That's the end of today's professional broadcast of The Fit Show. Did you miss some of the show today? No worries. For all things fits and to check out today's PAB, the podcast after the broadcast, just go to followfits.com.